Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Nicky and Picky podcast. My name is Picky and my co-host here is here as always. Uh, her name is Nikki. Hello. There she is. And uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk about, uh, well, what I call juice, what you call <laughs> soda. Uh, <laughs> some of our, our listeners might call it soda or pop or, you know, carbonated drinks or fizzy drinks or whatever soft drinks sometimes of course is what it's called um but you think you think it's funny that i call it juice yes of course i think it's funny that you call it juice why would you call a soda juice from where i come from from where i come from that's not quite right from where i come (laughs) that doesn't sound right either (laughs) that sounds very wrong too but the place i live it's not uncommon to call it juice, you know, can you get me a bottle of juice? Can you get me a can of juice? Now, I guess to you, juice would be like apple juice, orange juice, a juice, pineapple Where juice. Where I'm from, yeah. juice is juice. Well, we call that juice as well, but I think for those ones, we are more specific. So we'll say, can you get me some apple juice, you know, or can you get me some pineapple juice or orange juice or whatever it's going to be, but. If you're just saying to yourself, oh, I'm going to pop down to the shops to get some juice, usually you're talking about soda, you know, like cola, Pepsi, Iron Brew. Um, Speaking of Iron Brew, you have tried Iron Brew. Yes, I have. It was delicious. That's right. And for anybody who doesn't know, Iron Brew is a Scottish juice (laughs) or soft drink, (laughs) uh, which is sort of orange in colour, but tastes, I guess, like a bubblegum flavour. Right. Uh, yeah. Although personally, I've never really thought of it like that, but that's what Americans tell me. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd say, oh, this tastes like bubblegum, but it's sort of like the closest I can get to approximating just kind of like a sweet, like bubblegum almost has kind of a fruity flavor, but you wouldn't necessarily say it's a fruity flavor unless it's fruity gum. But yeah. it's, uh, yeah, so I feel like bubblegum is kind of the closest you can get. Yeah, so bubblegum, I mean, to be honest, you know, you wouldn't be the first person that said that from America. So uh, maybe because I've grown up my whole life drinking it. In fact, I think I probably started drinking Iron Brew before I even knew what bubblegum was. So, yeah, I've never thought to myself it tastes like bubblegum. In fact, to be honest, I never thought Iron Brew tasted like anything, to be fair. It was just Iron Brew. Yeah, I know. I, I suppose it's like cola, like... You know, if you're introduced to cola quite early in your life, you don't think to yourself that tastes like cola. It just is cola. Yeah. You know, you don't think yeah. about the taste of it. It just is that drink. Um, but yeah, we call it juice. You call it, I take it you call it soda then, where you're from in California. Yeah. Yeah, I call it soda. Um, yeah. I mean, I know other people in the U.S. might call it pop or I guess somewhere in the South or something. They call it all sodas Coke. But it's just funny to me to hear it referred to as juice. That's just, I don't know, there's just something very funny to me about that. Yeah, well, here in the UK, yeah, we have lots of different ones. You know, some places call it, uh, like I say, juice, soda, pop. Um, Some places call it fizzy pop. Um, You know, apparently, I've just looked this up, you know, um, apparently in Ireland, they sometimes use the term mineral. (laughs) Mineral? Uh, Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know why that would be, but uh, certainly a lot of different ways to say it. But what you were saying about the South, though, in America, uh, how they all kind of say, they kind of all refer to it just as Coke, you know, whatever it is. I find that kind of weird because I've always found that confusing. If I was to say to somebody, can you get me a, a can of juice? Then they they would probably say, well, what do you want? You know, 
the expectation yeah. wouldn't just be that they come out with whatever I want. But apparently, and you know, I used to know somebody from Texas, and that's how I know they call it just Coke for everything. But uh, and I don't know if this is all parts of Texas or just certain parts, but. Um, you know the idea that they just say oh get me a coke but the person comes out with a fanta they must just know the person well enough to get them a fanta no i assume it works the same way someone says hey get me a coke and they say okay what what kind do you want all right the same as you just said if you ask for juice okay okay well that makes sense then i just assumed they always just were like you know i'll have a coke you're like well what do you want yeah i suppose that makes sense another thing i found odd about being in america though is that you and it's starting to become a thing over here a little bit too is that when you go to restaurants you cannot always get well in fact i say cannot always i I never actually experienced it one time where you could get coke and pepsi products at the same restaurant you know depending on where you went they were either a pepsi supplier or they were a coke supplier and i don't mean the drug sense (laughs) when i say that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh quite often i'd go to a restaurant over there and i would ask for uh, i'd say have you got any pepsi and they'd say oh no sorry we just do coke you know, and it was like, okay, well, just give me a Coke product then. Um, and in other places you'd go, you'd ask for uh, Coke so and they'd say, we just do Pepsi. Do you mean that in the UK, there's no sort of, like, if you go to a restaurant, they're going to have every every one of the main sodas? Not necessarily, no. So over here, it, it depends what you're talking about, you know, and where you're going and eating, I suppose. Um but it is becoming more common now because it's a, a financial thing, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's becoming a lot more common now that certain places will either carry Pepsi products or Coke products. And it is dependent upon which supplier go in there. Um, but again, you know, there are places that will carry everything. Uh, so, you, you know, you just... I mean, you know, I think I might also have to do with, I don't know... If you guys have a lot of places that have unlimited refills? Not really, no. Not that I'm aware of. So I, I also wonder, I mean, I don't know anything about the restaurant industry but, industry, but I wonder if that has something to do with it too, because most restaurants, um, or at least, you know, kind of like chain restaurants and stuff, if you go there, they'll have re, uh, free refills. And so they have the, um, you know, the soda dispenser things. So that's a little different than them just saying, okay, we want this many number of cans. I assume maybe if, if it's a place where they kind of just sell cans or something, they maybe have some more flexibility with what they purchase. But if you're just having a, a soda dispenser, you probably can only just have like the one distributor come and service your soda dispenser and give you all that, like whatever you need to make your sodas. Maybe, but unlimited sodas isn't really a thing over here. And to be honest, a lot of the places I went to over there, it wasn't a thing either. Because so oh, really? many times if you go, well, yeah, because so many times we would go to a restaurant and they would bring over the menus and they would say, while you're waiting, you know, while you're looking at the menu, do you want a drink? And we would order a drink and they would bring your drink through and then you'd sit there with your drink and then you'd place your order. And of course, that would take another 10, 15 minutes or whatever to be ready and come to you. So by the time that had come, you'd pretty much drunk your first drink, you know, or at least I had. So then you'd ask for another drink. But... When you got the bill, that was an extra couple of bucks. So oh, it wasn't. Weird. Yeah, well, you say weird, but this happened in every restaurant I went to. I think there was only one place I went to that had unlimited refills. And uh, I'm surprised by that, given kind of what I assume about the places you go to to eat. 
I would assume most of those well, places these, would have unlimited refills. These were actual restaurants I'm talking about, not necessarily like takeaway fast food restaurants, you know? Yeah, but still, like I assume, I don't know. I guess I don't know what restaurants you're going to, but I kind of assume given your palate that it's sort of places that serve, you know, like hamburgers and pizzas and, you know, chicken yeah. strips or that kind of thing. And I, uh, for most of those places, at least, I mean, to be fair, I, I don't go to them that often, but my experience is that those are precisely the kind of places that offer unlimited refills. But maybe things have changed. No, no, I think they maybe did at one time, but perhaps mm -hmm. you're right, they, they've maybe changed. The only place I remember getting unlimited refills was a restaurant at, uh, where was it? It was at, uh, at Graceland. So we went on the Graceland tour, you know, and at the end of the tour, we went to the restaurant uh, on site and they did unlimited refills for the, the drink. Um, but funnily enough, I didn't even really use it, you know, because, funny. well, yeah, because the drink we got was big enough that it kind of lasted me for that meal. <laughs> and plus I wanted yeah. to... I wanted to just get on with the tour, you know, I wanted to just go on and enjoy it. Because I think what had happened was we did, I'm trying to remember if this is right or not, but I want to say that what we did was we did the tour of the mansion. And then after that, you got taken across the road again to where the museum part is. And it was there that we were encouraged to have our meal first, because you've got like a voucher for a free meal, you know, as part of the tour. We did the VIP tour. So you got a voucher for a free meal. Um, so you're encouraged to sort of have that after the mansion tour. And then after that, you would go on the tour of all the uh, all the other parts, you know, where the bikes are and the cars and the planes and all that stuff. Um, what? Nothing. The bikes are and the planes and the cars? What? Yeah, so Elvis had a huge collection of cars, a huge collection of motorbikes, and he had a couple oh. of planes that he owned. You know, the Lisa Marie, of course, being the most famous. And they are all situated at Graceland, uh, well, across the, the road from Graceland now, but they've turned it into a whole sort of uh, attraction area you know, for all his stuff. So the planes are outside and you can go on them and you can go up through the, the what, what, what would you, what's that bit you call down the middle of a plane? What's that called? The aisle? The aisle, yeah. <laughs> for some reason that word just totally went out of my mind. Um, yeah, you go down the aisle and you could see the plane, you know, how it was laid out and how he liked it. You know, it was very fancy, of course, for the time, I imagine. Uh, and then you walk, you go basically go in one way, you go down the aisle to the end and you come out the other side. Um, and they've got the two planes because he had the Lisa Marie, which was the big one. And he had, uh, I think the other one, I want to say it was called Hound Dog 2, but I might be wrong about that. But it was just a smaller, you know, private plane. Uh, that he had so when you go into that one you don't really get to sort of walk about it you just kind of walk into the door and then you can look inside the cockpit and you can look through this glass panel into the area where the uh, passengers would have sat um but yeah i mean i guess you know i always forget you don't know that much about elvis you know so when i'm talking about stuff like that where i'm going on about cars and motorbikes and planes you're like what what what's this all yeah. about you know okay. uh, yeah <laughs> but elvis interestingly getting back to soda elvis was so and I, I, I suppose this goes for a lot of celebrities, to be fair. But he was obviously too famous to just go to the supermarket, you know, to buy 
groceries. So instead, what he would do is just get stuff delivered to him. And at a time when this didn't really happen, you know, maybe the royal family would get this and maybe some of your really super rich people. Um, but Elvis would get deliveries. And part of that, of course, was um, he always had, I think, one or two cases of Pepsi you know, ready to go. So that was kind of the rule at Graceland is that there always had to be at least something like two cases of Pepsi for Elvis and the guys, you know, who were there um, so that that never ran low. Mainly for Elvis, though. I think he was a Pepsi man. I'm a Pepsi man myself. I love Coke, but I love Pepsi. Pepsi's my favourite. Um, and if, the to if those taste tests are anything to go by, you know, remember, remember the adverts? Was it back in the 80s or the 90s? They had the, I don't. the You don't remember this? All right. So no. they had the taste test adverts where they would, uh, this was Pepsi who did this, you know, just as an advertising campaign. They would get uh, essentially a glass of Pepsi and a glass of Coke and they would cover them up and they would just say to people, right, drink and tell us which one you prefer. And they preferred the Pepsi, you know, and they couldn't actually see what product it was. They chose the Pepsi. And that was a massive I mean, massive but this, was this in Pepsi commercials that we we became aware of this study? Yeah. Or? Yeah, this was Pepsi commercials. So they themselves went out and did it on the streets. And they would, uh, you know, obviously, yeah, the people who picked Coke probably <laughs> weren't in the adverts, right? But, <laughs> oh, I don't know how scientific that is. Yeah. Well, no, but I think, I think um, well, it was an advertising campaign. And advertising needs to be quite, I mean, it is um, regulated, isn't it? You know, adverts. So, I mean, a company can't just say, oh, yeah, everybody picked does. I'm sure it was one of those situations where the advert might have shown all the people who picked Pepsi, but underneath it probably said something like, you know, 94% of respondents, you know, picked Pepsi, you know, something like that, you know. Um, but anyway, the point was when people actually didn't know what they were drinking, the majority picked Pepsi. That was the point. So that was like a massive advertising campaign for them. Um, and I don't know if you remember, I, I don't know, way back in the day, I think, again, I think it was the 80s. Do you remember Coke got rid of got rid of Coke and they came out with new Coke? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that? And it was mm -hmm. such a disaster that they had to come back with what they called, well, originally they said we're going to bring back classic coke and run it alongside new coke but new coke was such a disaster that they just got rid yeah. of it and just went back to regular coke you know but i remember seeing an interview one time of uh, i can't remember who it was maybe the ceo or, or somebody high up at coke and um they were being asked about the idea you know did you do this on purpose was this like a a way to sell more coke you know did you purposely destroy your product <laughs> so you could bring it back and everybody would buy it and they were like do you know what we're not smart enough to even do that <laughs> and i believe them you know i think that yeah. uh, you couldn't have planned that I, I genuinely think they thought we're going to come out and i think this was perhaps around the same time as pepsi did their taste test thing but i may be wrong about that but uh, this was coke's way of trying to get you know people back on side after pepsi were starting to take the lead they were very much like let's bring out new coke yeah this is new coke but people were just like no give us old coke we want the yeah, original i mean stuff. i prefer coke i i can tell the difference between them and i definitely prefer coke mm. um so i remember when i mean i don't know how old i was i'm sure i was very young but i remember kind of i mean i guess i can't say i remember tasting it be like oh this is garbage but i do remember thinking like well coke is amazing why would you want to change that because it's really good i prefer when it comes to just like the full fat soda which i think we've already discussed full fat just means the the regular sugar not diet um i prefer a coke over pepsi but when it comes to the diet versions i prefer diet pepsi over diet coke but i prefer coke zero 
over them all. Over them all. Yes. What about the flavored cokes, like cherry coke? Um, I do like cherry coke, Coke, and I do like uh, cherry coke zero. Okay. But that's about it. Like, I I generally like I am such a sucker for any type of new flavor that comes out. You know, any kind of product, chips, you know, candy, sodas. So I will try most of the new flavors that come out, but I generally don't like them. Like recently, I tried. Um, is it is it the the new like Y two? It's not Y two K, but like the three the the year three thousand Coke that came out or something okay. like that. Yeah, I tried that and it was disgusting. And I've tried vanilla Coke. I there've been other types of Coke that have come out, and I always think they're pretty gross. But yeah. cherry Coke, I do like. Okay. Um. And yeah. what about other sodas like Dr Pepper? Do you like Dr Pepper? Okay, so I I mean I like a lot of sodas. I like Dr. I mean I never drink them. I guess just to get that out up front. I do not ever drink full fat sodas anymore pretty much ever. Um I don't think I could get myself through a full one. But um back in the day when I did drink sodas, I liked Coke. I liked um Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's amazing. I like Mountain Dew. I used to love Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew is so good. I like um I liked Orange Crush and I liked root beer, so I liked I liked all sodas, um, mm-hmm. and then like when it came time when I like switched to diet sodas, it was usually um, Diet Dr Pepper was my favorite and uh, what's that one Fresca I don't you probably don't have Fresca but Fresca is amazing yeah. as well I haven't heard of it yeah and then uh, Orange Fanta delicious mm-hmm. but yeah now I don't drink any soda I mean yeah. other than I don't know. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, Diet Dr. Pepper sounds good, and I won't be able to finish it. Yeah. And then you had an iron brew a few weeks ago, but you destroyed it, didn't you? Tell, tell the audience <laughs> what you did with your iron brew. They're so mad about this. I am, yeah, you destroyed iron <laughs> brew. And, okay, uh, well, okay. Let me tell the whole story. So first of all, something about me, like I've just been talking about how I don't drink sodas. Um, you know, I, I, I stopped drinking full fat sodas years ago, and then I stopped drinking diet sodas years ago. What I tend to drink now is sparkling water. And I think in the U.S. at least, there's like such a big craze now for flavored sparkling waters like uh, LaCroix and um, I don't know, what are the other kinds like AHA and I don't know. There's just a bunch of different kinds when you go to the store. There's all these different types of flavored uh, sparkling water. So that's what I drink. I drink water. I drink flavored sparkling water and that's about it. So when you started talking about Iron Brew, I was very curious about it. So I wanted to try it. So I found it at an import store and I bought it and I tasted it. And that's how I know, you know, that's how I was able to tell you the thing about how it tastes like bubble gum and stuff. But I still just can't drink a real full fat soda. It's, you know, it tasted good. I'm not saying they don't taste good, but I can't get through them. They're just too much for me. So I took a little bit of iron brew and put it in a glass and then I filled the rest up with sparkling water and wow. I called it an iron brew spritzer and it was oh, so good. No. It was so like nice and refreshing. It was mm-hmm. it was really nice. And you became enraged. Yes. Well because yeah, it was a situation where you had taken something that was already a nectar of the gods, essentially. <laughs> and <laughs> you added to it with sparkling water. And I feel like it was just, you know, sacrilege. But that's because you drink, you love drinking, you love your juice, you yeah, love to drink soda, and you drink it all the time. And I don't, though. I just was like, this is good. And I loved it. I took that bottle of Iron Brew, and it lasted me, like, I think it lasted, like, six, you know, like, of those cooler drinks. Oh, that's what I was calling it, Iron Brew Cooler, I think, right? I don't remember. But it lasted me forever, and it was so good. And it was nice and light and refreshing, and... 
Um, I think the Iron Brew people should have a version of it like that. I don't think it would sell very well, to be fair. So I don't know if they would ever go down that route. But uh, maybe you should write to them and let them know. You know, maybe send them an email. Yeah, and just say, look, this is what I tried. And if you haven't already got something like this, then maybe you want to go down that route and and you might want to market it. Give it a shot. And you yeah. can call an Iron Brew Spritz. You can call an Iron Brew Cooler. Yeah. Uh, Iron Brew Refresher is something I liked to say as yeah, well because yeah. it was very refreshing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure yeah, they would love to really hear good. from you and get your ideas for it. Uh, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this American sending us some wacky ideas? But then they I'm might try it and say, sell. yeah, but they might try it and say that it was actually really good. So you never know. It could become one of those things that they make and market to an older audience, you know, not necessarily. So I suppose, you know, soda is drank by anybody, essentially any age group. But I guess as you get older into your like 40s and 50s and 60s, perhaps you don't dive into it as much. You know, I know Maybe, that I, I do. I think younger but... people, I think a lot of younger people are also drinking the sparkling waters that I was well, talking about. There you go then. Um, yeah, and like, and the thing is, is it would so it it wouldn't be the same as a diet version because I assume they have a diet version already, because um, diet versions they do taste different than the full fat versions, but they have kind of like the same sort of similar pro pl- flavor profile. I think where it's sort of like I don't know they they taste very similar. I think even though you can tell the difference, and so this wouldn't be as low on flavor as a flavored sparkling water but it wouldn't be as like kind of heavily flavored as a diet one it would just be in the middle and it would be so nice just like a little bit and i do that to drinks all the time like i take lemonade or juice or um for my nephews we have these sparkling apple ciders and i'll take just a little bit in a glass and then i'll put the rest um as sparkling water and it's so nice Mm -hmm. it's so nice it's refreshing a little bit more flavor Mm -hmm. (sighs) sounds good i I mean it it may work i I don't know if i'm gonna try it i mean i could you know (laughs) i i i mean i I suppose there's no harm in buying a, a little bottle of sparkling water and then a bottle of iron brew and, and adding some sparkling water to it but um it could change your life it could change my life it could ruin my life as well <laughs> i don't think it's gonna ruin your well, life well i mean imagine let's let's pretend i really like it okay yeah. and then everywhere i go and people offer me you know an iron brew and i'm like yeah that's great Have you got any sparkling water to go with it and they're like what oh okay well here you go and then they see me adding it to the iron brew i could get banned from a lot of places you know being a scotsman trying to drink iron brew with sparkling water um yeah but you know it doesn't mean that privately i couldn't try it and maybe enjoy it but uh to be honest i like iron brew the way it comes so i don't think there'd be any reason for me you had a reason to do what you did with it you know but i have no reason to do that i just love it the way it comes so there's no point me kind of working towards that um but soda iron brew is so popular here they also um they have it in for other forms you know like iron brew um Oh, what's it called? Iron Brew uh, sweets that you can get. Iron you know, sweets. Iron Brew oh, like sweets. candies. Candies. Uh, when oh. I was growing up, there was a a bar. It was like a hard bar that you could a sort of bar. suck on. Well, it was a little bit like. Uh... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? What are we talking a about? Hard now? bar that a you hard, could suck on. Like what? A, a hard Iron Brew bar. Yeah, it was an Iron Brew bar, 
and it was quite hard, but you could move it around. It was a wee bit sort of bendy. What are you talking and about? You could, what, what I used to love to do, taking the wrapper off was quite difficult because it would stick. It was sort of like a Highland toffee bar, right? I don't know if you're able to go on the computer right now and Google uh, Highland toffee bar, but if you do, uh, also Google Iron Brew Bar, right? And a Wham bar. bar, a Wham bar. You guys will probably have something similar in America, Um where you can uh, get a similar bar. But what I liked to do, it was sometimes quite tricky taking the wrapper off because it would be a little bit sticky on the bar itself. But then what you could do is you could take it and you could roll it up. It was probably about maybe, hmm, I don't know, four or five inches long and maybe about an inch wide. <clears throat> and you could roll it up and then put the whole thing in your mouth. And then you would just oh. take ages to suck on this thing, you know, till it was uh, all gone. Um, have you tried to just eat it like a bar and bite into it? And you'd have to really kind of try and tear it away, you know, and it would all kind of pull away. And, and then it was chewy. So it was like a chewy bar. Uh, have you got a picture of it there? Did you look it up? Yeah. Oh, no, not the Iron Brew one. I, I found something called a Wham Bar. A Wham Bar. Um, so, yes, Wham Bar, pretty much exactly the same thing. But the Iron Brew Bar was an Iron Brew flavored bar. And the Highland Toffee one was uh, a, a toffee flavored bar. But essentially, those three bars were kind of the same thing, you know. Um, okay. So it looks like it was basically. So we have like Laffy Taffy and we have Abba Zabba, which I think is probably similar to what you're talking about. Mm. Like it's kind of like a big chewy bar. Okay. So yeah, maybe like that then, maybe something similar. Um, so anybody listening who's in America, I mean, anybody in Scotland or Britain will probably know exactly what I'm talking about. If they're around the same age as me, uh, I'm in my forties, so they'll probably, you know, recognize what I'm talking about. Uh, younger audiences, maybe not so much. I don't know if these bars are still available because it's been years since I've uh, ever had to, to look for them. But uh, yeah, if there are people in America listening, they might recognize what you've said, you know, with those yeah, bars. Yeah, like I think Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy tends to be smaller. Yeah. But if you imagine like a big version of a Laffy Taffy or Abba Zabba, I think it's still kind of sold everywhere. Let me look up which. How do you spell that one? Which, what, Abba Zabba? Abba Zabba. A-B-B-A-Z-A-B-A, I guess. I've never really thought about it. Abba Zabba. That's like toffee and then it has, uh, or taffy, I should say. Sorry, taffy and then it has peanut butter inside and it's delicious. Okay. So these bars that I'm talking about then are maybe like that, but without the peanut butter in the middle, you know. Yeah. Um... Very much, yeah. But anyway, those uh, were the bars, just thinking about it, you know, that came up to uh, mind when we were talking about Iron Brew. But there are so many sodas in the world. When I was in America, I got this soda. Oh, I can't remember what it was called now. It was something like... It was a, in fact, I googled it when I came home, and it was a very famous, I think a Mexican brand of juice. But it was orange in colour like Iron Brew. And it was hmm. called Cola something. I think I've sent you a picture of this before, actually. I can't remember if I yeah, did. Yeah, I think so. Um, and it was Cola something, and it was orange in colour. And I thought to myself, oh, it looks like it's maybe going to be orange flavoured or possibly a, maybe a cola, but just a different colour. But then when I drank it, it tasted like very cheap iron brew, like what I would have as a kid. So over here, the official Bars Iron Brew is spelled I-R-N-B-R-U. But you can also get cheap iron brew, which is spelled I-R-O-N-B-R-E-W. And what? Really? Yeah. Like yeah, that's just like a full-on knockoff? It's just a knockoff of iron brew, yeah. So, that's funny. So the famous one is Bars Iron Brew, I-R-N-B-R-U, and then you've got the knockoffs that are Iron Brew, 
you know, I-R-O-N-B-R-E-W. So all the cheap ones are, are spelled like that. And when I was a kid, you know, my parents used to buy the cheap ones um, and I would drink those. And to be fair, I quite enjoyed them. I mean, they weren't as good as Iron Brew, uh, obviously. Today it's a lot better, though. You know, obviously a lot of the supermarkets that have their own brand Iron Brew, they're a lot better now at matching the flavours of the famous brands. So you can mm-hmm. get like Dr. Pepper knockoffs and Coke knockoffs and Pepsi knockoffs and Iron Brew knockoffs and Orange Aid and Lime Aid and all this kind of stuff. Um, but the Iron Brew ones aren't too bad. But uh, yeah, this drink that I had when I was in America tasted very much. I found the much... picture. It was okay. called Cola Champagne. Cola Champagne. Yeah, yeah. And I think we looked that up once. Where was that from? I think. Hold on, let me look it up again because I don't think it was Mexico. I think it was, no, was it maybe El Salvador Guatem- or let's oh, right. see. Um, Cola San Pan. Um, oh, yeah, it says it's from El Salvador. El Salvador. Similar okay. in taste to cream soda. Right, okay. Well, I didn't think it tasted anything like cream soda. I thought hmm. it tasted like cheap iron brew from when I was a young kid. So, mm-hmm. just shows you there, doesn't it? But uh, in some yeah. parts of America, it's available. Um, I guess not every part, though, because you said you'd never heard of it prior to me mentioning it i think so yeah i've never heard of it seen it or you know yeah. it could be one of those things where i've just never noticed it yeah well i got it in indiana so it was at least available there um oh and it I looks just... like there's different versions there's a cola champagne la cascada mm-hmm. also i wonder which one you had i think you just had the regular cola champagne or maybe that's a brand anyways yeah i don't know um all i know it was like iron brew color you know and uh mm-hmm. It was uh, tasted like cheap iron brew. So clearly, you know, oh, but oh, I see pictures now of all the different ones. Yeah, the different colors you can get, different flavors. Right, yeah. so it looks like there is an orangeade one there. Maybe like a cola one there. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, maybe if some of our listeners will have heard of it and tried it and they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's uh, a unique drink anyway but for our listeners if you get the chance you know if you're not from the uk uh, or any country that stocks iron brew and you get a chance to try it really honestly give it a crack you know uh, i wouldn't recommend doing what nikki did and sticking sparkling water i would well, i definitely would. recommend it to <laughs> all would. of our listeners if you find iron brew definitely try to mix it with some sparkling well, water and see how you like that there you go i mean i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't suggest doing this but she enjoyed it if you want to give it a try you certainly can but uh, is there anything else you feel we want to cover with soda or we kind of covered all the stuff we wanted to with this at the minute yeah i feel like we kind of covered everything yeah yeah well in that case then let's end it here and uh i wonder we don't know yet what our next episode is going to be like or what it's going to be about but i'm sure it's going to be just as random as this one was so thanks for listening everybody hope you enjoyed it and if you haven't already done so hit that subscribe button and uh, you'll be able to get all the latest episodes from us as they come out at the moment we're aiming for a weekly basis but obviously that could be random as well but uh, you'll take care of yourselves enjoy the rest of your day bye bye for now bye